Hello and welcome to Let's Drone Out, the best, well, the only UK FPV podcast sponsored by the lovely people from our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Let's Drone Out. In particular, we'd like to thank these guys. Art Faulkner. Mikey Dread. Wacky Wes. David Powell. <laughs> thank you, guys. You're the best. We can edit our podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to Let's Drone Out. This is episode 231, a menace special. And with us this week, we have Tony. Bonjour. We have Mikey. Hello. We have Andy RC. How do you? We have Curry Kitten. Hello. We have Greg from Menace. Hello, everyone. And I am Frank. Uh, Tony, why don't you... Get us going with what you've managed to arrange for us this week. I just thought we'd have a menace back on for a chat. He's got some new products, and um, Mikey's been in heavily involved in it. So I thought we'd have a evening with the menace guys, seeing as I'm Team Menace, Mikey's Team Menace, and Mr. Menace himself is here. We can have a chat. What you been up to then, Greg? What we've been up to? Okay, so. Um... I, I, I'll just start on a personal note and then explain a few things and then we'll move on to uh, the products. But um, yeah, I've, I've moved um, to a different country. I've moved over to France. We, we wanted a, a slightly different lifestyle to what we're having in the UK. So we thought we'd give France a go. So we've, we moved over to France. It took a lot longer settling in than what we expected. So if you haven't seen any new designs from Menace in the last sort of six, seven months. The reason is, is because we've been relocating. But now we're all settled here. We're, um, I'm back in the, um, back in the helm in designing away. So, um, yeah, so tonight, um, thank you for having us on the show. And uh, we've, we've got a product we'd just like to talk about and um, go from there, really. Cool. What is the product? Okay, so we... We are known sort of predominantly for antennas, and um, what we've been working on is a frame. Ooh, very nice. I think I have one of them. So we we came out with a frame about uh, it was a, it was over over a year ago. We came out of a frame called the Physics, which was aimed um, ultimately at racing. And it was received really well in the marketplace and a lot of people adopted it and a lot of people using it for racing. Um, but as soon as you release a racing frame, a lot of people ask, uh, have you got a frame for FPV freestyle? Um, and a few guys were using the, um, the physics for freestyle, but it wasn't giving them the most enjoyable experience for freestyle because obviously the physics frame was designed for um, you know, agility and speed around a race circuit, whereas um, freestyle frames are more or less designed around center of gravity balance and just basically pure enjoyment for that floaty, flying, um, full-on stunt um, experience. So um, back uh, at the beginning of sort of 2019, Mikey, who's with us tonight. Um, he he was sort of, um, he got in touch with me and he was saying, "Look, Greg, I've got this idea for a freestyle frame, and if we take your um, slam frame, which was a frame we done about three years ago, and we redesign it with elements of the physics frame, we should be able to come up with a really good freestyle frame." So. Uh, me and Mikey had this discussion, and I sort of said to Mikey, well, how's your, how's your design skills? How's your 3D CAD skills? Do you fancy having a go at the whole thing? 
And uh, Mikey was like, yeah, 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 come on, send it to me, send me the files. So that's what we done. And uh, he got stuck in um, to uh, come up with what, we, what we've got here today. Very nice. Well, I've, you... I've had the frame for six months and Fraser Steen in chat just wants to know what it's called so he can <laughs> bugger off, he said. Because he thinks it's going to be called the Tony frame. So oh. let's tell him what, what it really is called. You should explain why he shouldn't bugger off. First of all, maybe. Well, uh, well, he's just being silly. Yeah. He won't um, go. He'll okay. stay in the chat. Crazy, no, <laughs> you have to stay because we're going to talk about loads of cool stuff. Um, the name. Mikey, do you want to give the name? Yes, it's uh, Menace Dreadnought. Dreadnought. Is that something to do with your Mikey Dread? Uh, it's actually, um, well, it's, it's, it's one of the most um, feared battleships in World War One, actually. Mm. Uh, most powerful, most dangerous, you know, Dreadmore, it means fear nothing as well, so it's, it's just a cool name. It is uh, a cool name. It's kind of got a bit of Mikey Dread in it as well, so, <laughs> you know, a bit of a homage to me putting a bit of effort into it, I guess. Yeah. So. See, Fraser, so, you thought it was going to be called the Tony Frame. Everybody no. in the team's been involved, so it could have been called the Tony Frames, to be fair. So, yeah. I should have called it the Flat Earther. So did you go through any prototypes uh, on, on the yeah, way many, to yeah. getting it done? Yes. Well, uh, so you'd have to build them up over and over again, fly them and say, I think we just ought to tweak this arm a bit, that sort of thing. That's right. So I give Greg the original design that i done on the 3D CAD. And um, so he got that cut for me, which he'd done locally in, in his house originally with all his equipment. And uh, I flew that and basically ironed out any problems that I was having. Probably flew it for probably four months before, um, you know, any stress fractures come out in the frame or anything over a number of crashes. And um, we made a few design changes and went from there sort of thing. And uh, tried another frame and haven't broke a piece of carbon on that since. So that's the one we went with. I must I say, I've had this six months and crashed it a few times and I haven't broke anything yet. Show us yours, Tony. What, what have you got on there? Hero 7. Obviously a menace antenna. Uh, and what I love... Mikey, tell them about the battery situation because you don't put the battery on that way. What's it called? It's, it's toilet tank style, which is my <laughs> favourite <laughs> way to use a battery on the, on the quad. So basically, uh, like Greg was saying earlier on, he had the Menace Slam 5, which uh, was my favourite frame. And what I would do to it, which I have one here, a snap one, which they don't make anymore, unfortunately. And I used to cut the holes in and toilet tank it because I couldn't fit a GoPro on it. Mm -hmm. And it was the best flying frame I've ever flown. And Greg stopped making it. And uh, that's when I said, look, can we... Uh, do something towards the slam five because that was my favorite flying frame and i wanted to get it flying as close as i could to that as possible for the viewers that might not understand the term toilet tank can we explain yeah sure what where what that means uh, and obviously it's the battery on the side but where does the name toilet tank come yeah right from? It originates from uh jack but he's not here to defend himself <laughs> yeah <laughs> well maybe it's not even a right saying but <laughs> That's no, what it, I think it is. Yeah, I've called it that before. I've heard it called that as well. well what's the reason for calling it that, though? No, no, no one knows. No one knows. <laughs> you know, I don't know where the name toilet tank originates from, but I um, think I'm glad I'm, it's oh, not just me. No, well, I suppose it looks vaguely like the the old yeah. fashioned cisterns up on the yeah. up on the top. Although yeah. they weren't they weren't often faced off at a ninety degree angle from the rest of the wall. To be fair. No. Well, we'll go with the term anyways because we know what you mean. So you're mounting the battery sideways, but this somehow it you're finding is better for the center of gravity for freestyle when it comes to things like uh, prop wash and stuff like that. Are you finding just all round when when you um, kind of tighten a package up on a quadcopter frame, get it all to closer to the center of gravity, and. Uh, to the center of frame sort of it, it just seems to fly much better got you but you can also have the battery run in the um normal way if you like on it so 
you know it's got option build options on it it does yeah you can check you can have it either way yeah. i've been flying it toilet tank and i must say i do enjoy flying it that way it does feel much nicer than the other way yeah just i don't know it just feels better to me i don't know yeah agreed i think about it agreed i do like flying it um and you can um if you've got a physics frame you can swap arms so if you're out in the field and you've got a racing frame you can and you want a freestyle and you break a break an arm which i've not done yet because they're what five mil <laughs> thick yeah they um on, i have to probably stop you there tony because i think on the very first um prototypes of the dreadnought we were using the same fixing centers as the physics um but it became evident very quickly after the first prototypes that we wanted a system of much stronger arms um, not only for strength of the frame, but also to minimize um, vibration. So you get that silky smooth camera shots if you're doing that sort of FPV cinematic stuff. Yeah. So what we ended up doing um, between us was we worked out a system with the arms where all four arms, they lock together in a unique way that mm. makes the whole um, five millimeter carbon layer where the arms are pretty much like one piece of... Um, solid uh solid carbon making it very rigid very strong and um very stable for uh videoing it is very good so yeah sorry it doesn't take the physics arms oh. <laughs> are there any other uh, ignore me <laughs> <laughs> are there any other features on the on the frame that we should know about um so like does it how well does it fit the, the new DJI stuff? Does that does that fit into it? Um, there, there's heaps of room in the frame itself. It's designed um, to take like your standard 36 millimeter flight stacks or 30.5 millimeter fixings. It will also take a 20 millimeter flight stack, but there's heaps of space in there. I must admit, we haven't tried the DJI kit in there, but looking at the specs of it all, it should should fit in no problem. Um, the uh, the design up front, um, currently, it, it's designed for like a 19 millimeter um, FPV camera. So for the DJI system, we'd probably have to change it or do a 3D printed part for the front end to cater for the camera. But once once that's done, yep, it should should all go in no problem. Mm. And uh, RC Labotics asks, is it 4K carbon? No, this this one is actually 3K carbon. Um, we stuck with 3K carbon because. Um, after the first prototypes were onto the second, and it turned out that this design was extremely strong. So um, we kind of stuck with that because it was working really well for us. Because I, I don't actually know myself like, what's the difference between the different Ks of carbon. What does it mean? Anyone know? Um, precisely, I don't know. Um, you can I did. Sorry? You can see it better in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Warwick asks, what about 1080p carbon? Yeah, there uh, you go. Yeah. yeah. On the same um, way, Rich. Uh, <laughs> so you're doing, you're doing a competition as well with something to do with how much it weighs. Is that right tonight? Yep. Yeah, so, um, right, for all the guys in the chat, let's just hold the frame up again so you can see it. And you can also hop onto the website. We've got it on our website now. Um, so there's some clear pictures of it there. So, um, yeah, what we will do, um, let's do a competition. Guess the weight of the frame. Post what you think it weighs in the live chat. The nearest um, one to the exact weight of the frame, and that's the weight of the frame for the carbon with all the hardware fixing, as, as you see here. Um, we will send out a, uh, an, uh, a goggle antenna pack to them. I love that antenna pack. Very good. We've got, already got some people in the chat guessing. So keep yeah. guessing, guys. So what have we got there? 112. How, how many guesses are people allowed? Because I can already see two from one person. 
<laughs> what a just trying to stop people doing every single possible combinations. Also, <laughs> we should say also that you can use a decimal point and add some more figures after that. Decimal yeah, point yeah. If you want to 111, 123, 99, 121, 98. Yeah. I would suggest guessing to one decimal place. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so to, just to go back to the 4K carbon thing, I don't believe there is a 4K carbon. I think it goes three, six, and twelve. So it is the um, it is it is how close the the weave is basically. It, think of it like um, uh, if you had a 3D printer, you know the the layer height kind of kind of thing, or yeah. uh, you know how how. how the, how much resolution? So you see the weave of the carbon. If you went from 3K to 12K, the uh, sort of like the diamond shapes that we see would be much smaller and condensed. So um, that that's what it means. Mm. So I don't think 4K carbon exists, or it's not a standard. If it does, it's uh, three, six, and twelve. So I'm reading here. It says that it's. The number of carbon fiber filaments in each like bundle yeah. of, of of carbon. So yes. the higher K gets is stiffer, but it's more brittle because reasons. But a uh, lower K is a little bit less stiff, but has more. Uh, um, like if it just changes the background. Better. Did you change the background to carbon fiber, or has that always yeah. been there? <laughs> <laughs> I only just noticed. Very good, Frank. Very clever. Thank you. Has anybody guessed the right weight whilst I was saying that? No, I'm looking. No, no. Oh, is there a near? Is there a nearest? There's, there's someone, ver there's someone Keep very it to yourself. Near. Yeah. That's the thing. If if no one guesses right, someone's going to have to go through all this. As I do, closest. There's somebody very near. Yeah, I can see. Like, is is there a recommended kit, or is it pretty much put put what you like on there, and it's it's gonna fly good? Yes. Uh, uh, on mine, I use uh, all in one basically ESC, and that's probably the best route to go down. Probably is the best because of the they've got quite a, quite thin arms. Yeah. Um, so I've done the same as you. I went um, went with an all-in-one PSC, and then uh, it's got really tough standoffs, isn't it? Metal standoffs. You Have can you use... gone uh, 4S or 6S? Just stayed 4S, just because all my batteries are 4S, and it's freestyle. I don't really need to change to 6S personally. But what about you, Mikey? Uh, 4S, just making transition to 6S. No, are you. You can use the um, obviously the Menace prop skids. On the arms, they fit perfectly. Oh, yeah, look at them. So, nice. Yeah. Show us your stack in there as well. Yeah, there's a fair amount of space left over to do some more with. It's been through the wars. Still going, though. There's loads of space, isn't there? Yeah, yeah the camera has plenty of protection as well. <clears throat> See? Yeah, I do love the protection on there. Uh, so does the antenna. That's out the way as well, which is nice. Yeah, do, it, do are the 3D printed parts on the website? Yeah, right. you can just print them off. Yep. Um, if you go, if you go to the Dreadnought page on the Menace website, there's a link there over to the um, 3D files on Thingiverse. Um, these these are the files that Mikey's designed. So there's the GoPro session, and then a, a GoPro Hero, and then also there's the antenna mount for the Thrasher antenna. Okay, I've got the seven on here as well. Did you do that, Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I done that for you, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll run the seven on there. I love it. Just even with the seven on, it's still perfect balance. I mean, you just move. The, I just literally put the battery back a tiny bit yeah that's why i've done um Balance, huh? extra holes so you can move it back yeah. and forth you it's know great. for six or different weight batteries yeah what um what cap package did you draw up the the model in a uh, fusion three six fusion 3d yeah fusion 360 yeah 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 so how long were you working on it mikey uh, a long time <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i don't know 
kind of had ideas before I started it and through them at Greg and then we obviously got in the team chat and finded out what everybody else was looking for in a frame, got their ideas and then put it all together. But we knew from the beginning we wanted it to look like a the physics because that you know that's a really nice looking frame. That's what we wanted mm. to base it around. But I wanted the feel of the slam five. That was important to me. Do you have a background, Mikey, in CAD or, or is it a self-taught thing? Because I spent uh, around about six hours in Tinkercad the other day and I made a cube. <laughs> self-taught and a lot of phone calls to Greg. Ah, okay. How'd you do this? How'd you do this? I would love to get into because I'm, uh, thanks to NJ Tech, I'm really getting into 3D printing, but I want to make my own parts. I did make my own part using Tinkercad, which you can you can actually quite do a lot with Tinkercad, but it takes forever. Um, uh, but I, I imagine Fusion, Fusion 360 is even more intense when it comes to making stuff, is it? Um, it I'm at the lower end of it. So, I you know, when you're designing a frame, you don't need to, but you can do so much on it. Oh, I know. It's yeah. very advanced and I'm nowhere near learning every time I use it, basically. Well, I think most people are. But there's a guy on, if you ever want to learn how to use it, Lars, is, Greg knows his name, Lars. Just yeah, Lars. Lars from Fusion. Just go on him. He's an absolute genius. He'll teach you everything. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it's just that it's just it looks so time consuming. I, I've got it because it's free, isn't it? If you're a student and I open it up and I, I have a, a lump in my throat and then I have to close it. <laughs> Andy, I think maybe we'll we'll have to uh, maybe put together some tutorial videos then. Yeah, I, I seriously what? think that once you do one design, one one drawing, you kind of get the basics of it and you learn from there so much easier. So yeah. just one evening doing one of his designs and that gives you the basics. I'll, I'll have a go of it because, uh, yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed the Tinkercad thing. Uh, yeah, those six hours went by uh, really quickly, but uh, it's quite intense uh, try, trying to, you know, get – for me it was for getting the uh, sizing right. The or, You know, if you want a hole in a particular place, uh, you've got to get the measurements right and everything like that. Uh, yeah, but uh, I did it. I made a little tiny cube with some holes in it. Well <laughs> done. They're still guessing in the chat, Greg. Have you seen anything? Yeah, close yeah. I've, I've been watching avidly while you guys have been chatting with Mike. Um, we've got two guesses which are very close. <laughs> uh, so, Greg... Uh, Yes, sir. Besides the, the frame, uh, how's things been going at Menace? What have you been working on? Have you been, how's like the, the, the Pico patches and all the things, you, the other things that you've been doing? Yeah, cool. Um, so uh, I, I don't know if you guys are aware, but there's some digital um, FPV goggles on the market. Never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> by, by a company called DJI. And... Mm. Um, they seem really good. So uh, what what we've been doing, been working with one of our other Menace pilots in Italy and um, been uh, working through antennas for the digital system. And I know Andy, Andy RC has been um, doing quite a lot of testing with it as well. I've seen some stuff on his channel the other day. But, um, yeah, we've, we've got uh, an antenna pack. Um, it's, we've just signed it off for production, and it should be coming out in about two weeks once China kicked back in and as long as there's no virus stuff going on we should be getting we should be getting stuff in um, with with these um, DJI HD antenna packs so, so, so Greg did, did you sorry to interrupt did you um, yeah. analyze the, uh, the the very basic antennas they've got on there to see exactly what they did and, and sort of how is how is your stuff gonna enhance that in, in terms of it's gonna go twice as long or whatever um, so what, what we were doing was looking at um, improving the FPV experience. So it wasn't necessarily about um, increasing range um, as such, because um, the, Dave, David, who we work with in Italy, he's been doing a lot of flying in um, 
bandos, you know, indoor spaces and things like that with lots of reflections and so on. And um, what what we were discovering was that the standard antennas do hold up in a lot of situations and they they perform extremely well. Um, but what we also found, um, try and, um, it, it was more of a, a process of um, trial, trial and error rather than actually taking one of their antennas, taking it apart and trying to figure it all out. It was more or less of, um, let's, let's see what we've got in the range of our antennas. Let's see what we can use with those goggles and let's see if it improves the experience or not. So um, tried all these different antennas on the goggles itself and it ended up that we only needed to change the bottom two antennas to patch antennas. And what, what that gave was um, a much clearer image in uh, bando situations. So, for example, um, well, you, you can go and see David's video. It's up on YouTube. Um, and he is it's David Angoletti, if anyone wants to look for it. But um, he's got a video there, and he you, you'll see him flying with the different antennas in a bando. And he, he um, flies, and you'll start to see the imagery pixelating and so on. But when he puts on the, um, the menace antennas, um, flying exactly the same location, this pixelation seems to go away. I mean, I must admit, we do need to do further testing and analysis on these DJI goggles because it could be that we may be able to get more from the DJI system. But what we've found so far, but by just adding these two antennas, you end up with a very capable system, especially in um, indoor spaces or bandos. Yeah, the problem with the DJI thing is as well, after the, I, I've been doing some testing as well, is that you can go to one location, use a particular antenna setup, and yeah. get great results. Take that same antenna setup to somewhere else and get completely different results, terrible results even. And I think it's just due to the complexities, uh, all of the different methods that DJI have employed uh, when it comes to, you know, rejecting uh, interference and, and stuff like that. The, the digital world is so much more intense than analog when it comes to, uh, you know, trying to eradicate reflections because uh, it, it just works differently than analog. Yeah, I, I would I would certainly think the the basis of the transmission, um, you know, you, you'd have a carrier wave and then you'd have a modulation wave to that carrier wave and the modulation wave would be the digital signal. Um, that is essentially the same for analog and digital. But then what DJI are doing inside their goggles, that's the bit that um, no one really knows. And that is the bit where you could be experiencing... Um, you know, a, a different experience in the same or different locations with the same antennas and so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, well, they're using this um, cyclic delay uh, diversity. That's why you've got the two antennas. Yeah. Um, I found this out. So it, it, it sends and receives the signal twice in case one receives an error it picks up on the other and so you know depending on the the location and you know certain reflections and stuff like that you, you get you seem to get different results um but yeah um if i think i think you're on the right path because when i i did a video on what antennas that you should use with the goggles and people chose convenience over um like how how much range that you got how, if you got a, like a better signal um people chose the convenience over yeah i, I can I, I just won't fly that far you know i prefer the, the i could just sling it in a bag and it, it it doesn't take up much space kind of thing so uh yeah i got a lot of that in the comments yeah absolutely i mean it's all about the, the overall FPV experience. And I think with the DJI goggles, they can do quite a range already out of the box. So, um, you know, on, on 25, obviously, that's a different, um, 
game altogether. But um, at you know, in in places like America and that, when you can go up to the higher power, then they're, they're busting quite a bit of range already. Mm. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. I suppose a bit useful to know what DJI do because I, I guess because it's a digital signal, a lot of their stuff inside is all about how they're processing that signal, how they're coming in with their various diversity sort of packets and trying to rearrange stuff. And it, it I, I guess it might be possible to build an antenna to sort of suit what it's doing, or they could potentially change the way their software works to to, to work with different antennas in a different way. But um, Yes, they're not. They're not fond of sharing that information, are they? Well, so I guess it's, 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 not, it's not. It's not that. It's not that they're not fond of sharing it. It's that um, because it's a product that transmits close to your head, it has to be certified by the FCC, and it also has to pass uh, the um, CE, uh, like particular CE laws. So. Um, when they've gone with RPSMA and left-hand polarization, it was because the antenna had to be um, of a, if you look at the clause, of a unique coupling. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, that, that's why DJI, they don't want you to switch the antennas because um, no. <laughs> you're, you're not supposed to in America. You can in, in, in Europe. Uh, and of course, people will switch the antennas. Of course, I've, I've, I've seen everyone switch. Every, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, but uh, you know, you're supposed to read the manual, which you know we're blokes, so none of us do. But it no. does say it does say in the manual. It's a manual. Huh? It does say in the manual not to switch them, but uh, or your um, brain will melt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Keep guessing, lads. Richard Warwick's getting there with about a million guesses so far. <laughs> and wins keep going. Have we got anyone really close? Some of you know, little secret chat. You are right, though, Wayne. It mm. does cut like the, um, the, the transmission methods is only like half of it. What they're doing with the DSP, digital signal processing, each side, you know. It, it, it's something no one else has managed to do, so they're not going to give that away, are they? I don't think. Oh no, no. But um, it just strikes me that they could potentially um, they they might um, do something different with different antennas because it's like, oh, we we now don't have to prioritize something or other and trying to rearrange something and and do funny pixelated things. We could use some different algorithm to do something else. Yeah. But um, they're, they're pretty switched on at the same time. I, I expect the software to be developed over and over and over. And probably at some point it will say, we've noticed you've changed your antennas. We're shutting <laughs> down now or something like that. No, nah, I don't think they'll be able to <laughs> do that. No, We're reporting you. They won't be able to do that. Um, but I, what, I, what I'll ben, say... Ben Spini that, says uh, it's uh, disclaimer time. Uh, we, we haven't had that, so we should probably mm. have that. Everyone yeah. very well behaved. Everyone I should say... Wait. As as you're talking about all FCC, yeah, yeah, we should. So, Carrie, you ready? Yes. Go. Any views expressed by any guests on this show are personal and may not reflect the views of the host or any participant of the show. Thank you. That covers (laughs) our behind, including mainly me today, who's coming up with wild theories about what DJI is doing. (laughs) Software conspiracy theories. Yeah. So, so talking of um, things you can and can't do, what, um, just out of interest, is the situation like in, in France, Greg, as far as FPV and flying goes? And are they are they a bit more chilled about it? They're just going to so don't worry, have a glass of wine and go do your flying. <laughs> um, in, in France, I'm not fully up to speed with all the sort of regulations or future regulations, but... I would imagine it's going to be something similar um, to what we're seeing in the UK or similar to in the US and things like that. I mean, um, where I am at the moment, 
I'm not actually flying with um, groups of people. Um, we're quite isolated, so flying on my own. So I'm hoping to get plugged into clubs and groups out here. And then um, I should be able to learn more about the scene and learn more about the, um, the legalization and things like that here. Cool. cool. Are, so, are Menace working on an M MCX antenna? M MMCX. MMCX. <laughs> what did I say? MCX. <laughs> Sounds like well, a, I'm dyslexic, so it all looks MCX. Sounds like a me. rapper name, doesn't it? MCX. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a rude rapper. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. MMM MMCX. Um, yeah. UFL. Tiny antennas. Yep. I've got a design i've been working on design for quite a while and as probably i've said before on previous shows i don't release anything till i'm totally happy with it so i've i've got um a design i've been working on it for uh, probably a year maybe over a year it's a, it's a, it's a very tiny antenna wow. and it will be um mmcx and ufl i'm getting really hopeful that we should be able to do something and release this in about Q2 this year. Is this on the on the goggle side, quad side, or both? This could be on both sides. It'll be an omnidirectional tiny antenna. Because if there's one thing I've learned about, you know, doing videos on antennas is that people want them as small as possible. So that's good news. Yep, yep. And we've got some, we've got some interesting... Um, alternative solutions for these tiny antennas but we will go over that when the time is right in the future <laughs> when yeah. can we we can have you back then second quarter of yeah q q2 <laughs> if, if if everything goes to plan um yeah we'll come back q2 and we'll we'll talk um tiny antennas is that when we can also expect um the dji solution um um well? the d um, the first round of the DJI stuff is about two weeks um, into into release. Oh so, wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're looking at mid mid February on that one. If all goes well with um, the production. Oh, nice. Mm, that's good. Nice. They're still guessing, Greg. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just trying <laughs> to catch up in there to see if anyone's nailed it. I've been keeping my eye on. Have you Outside seen anyone? Of- there's one very close. There is one very close, isn't yeah. there? Outside of the uh, FPV scene, Greg, uh, yes, how's sir. your how's your waterworks going? <laughs> how's my waterworks? Yeah, that's fun, um, and it's um, it's a massive project because it, it's it's a water mill that that I'm in and. W- basically converting it to uh, generate electricity so uh, yeah we um it, it's it, it is what it is it takes time it's a whole area that i've never really been involved in before and um yeah i'm, I'm learning every day on it so uh, yeah it's uh, yeah it's interesting and um, very excited to generate my own electricity and hopefully one day just switch the mains off. <laughs> you're not. You're not the only person excited about it, though, because the videos blew up, right? I just watched them. I was like, "This is amazing." Uh, yeah, this. Um, I, I can't remember. It's probably eighty, ninety thousand people that have watched some of the videos. And I really, when I started doing it, I just thought I wanted to do the videos just to document what I was doing for myself, and so yeah. our, so our family can see um, back in the UK. But. Um, yeah, a lot of people have got on board, and I think it's um, it's really uh, touched into sort of people wanting to be off grid and generating their own energy in energy storage and all that good stuff. Yeah, definitely a niche. I think. Uh, what's, sure. what's the name of the channel you're putting those videos out on? Um, it's it's named after where we're living. It's called Moulin en Pierre. So that means that's French for stone mill. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah, those those videos are fun. I enjoyed them. I I like them as well. Mute curry kitten, mute your daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Are you allowed to say why and mute yourself? (laughs) Out of ten. Out of ten. Five. Go away. Five? 
eight. It should have been a ten, but no. Oh, okay. Sophie's decided to come in and say, rate my outfit. I need to wear a non-school uniform tomorrow. Wow. I don't care. I'm busy. And you, and you Does gave she not know five. it's eight o'clock on a Thursday evening? Yes, but apparently I'm able to talk. Uh, and oh, multitasking dad, I see. <laughs> this, this is often true as you're driving along. She says, just watch this video quickly and holds a phone up to your head. And he's like, I can't do that. Get out of the way. <laughs> so, Mikey, how's it been on this side of the um, uh, on the screen rather than in the chat? I miss my guys in the chat. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, <laughs> bless you. <laughs> it's great fun. Yeah, I was just really nervous about it before coming on. I nearly had a panic attack, but yeah, apart from that, I'm fine. <laughs> well, oh, you've yeah. done fine, mate. You've no need to worry. It's just oh, chatting amongst friends. Yeah, yeah it, it's. It's only on the internet forever, and I've got drunk on here and took my top off, so you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right, I have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about that anymore. Um, have you right, been flying they, anywhere interesting recently, Mikey? Yeah. Sorry? Have you been flying anywhere re- recently interesting? Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I don't know whether it's... Yeah, I don't care. Um yeah, ta- some big towers. That, and, uh, was it me flying there? I'm not sure, yeah. You found some SD cards, right? Yeah, found some yeah. SD cards. Not, well, hopefully not those towers yeah. that are in the background there. I, I went with a few friends that are in the chat, which is, uh, you know, the oh, bears nice. in the chat. Are the towers that we all know and love, are we talking about? Yeah, Sandy, the ones that we <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't yeah, they are the, good the, the ones when me and Frank went to, we had to take his trousers and <laughs> all of his clothes off when we got yeah. to the other side because his entire legs and feet got submerged in. Yeah, it turns out the bridge wasn't much of a bridge, more of a kind of dunking stool, but never mind. Uh, yeah. Difference was this time is they actually have water in the bottom of it. Well, that added a bit more pressure to the. Oh yeah, like, uh, when when we were there, Andy, there was water, wasn't there? Oh, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, at the bottom as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, scary. There was only one that was vaguely dry for some of it. We were kind of picking our way around. It'll only be interesting because should someone turn up, I'm not sure if they're going to move you on for flying or the fact that Frank's got his clothes off and it looks like you might be dogging. I I just don't know where that's going. Luckily, I had come prepared and had a pair of shorts with me, so I was wearing them instead while the trousers. We seem to have lost Greg. Internet's just gone down, I think. I was going to say, yeah. Hopefully we can get him back in a minute. Internet has failed. It's water well broke, isn't it? He's not in the in the green room, is he? He is not in um, the green room. Okay. Shall, shall we talk? Shall we talk about Bruce's annoying videos, or are we not no. giving him? Air no, time? no, we talk. Well, maybe next week. We're trying to stay positive this week, please. <laughs> All right then. So who who has been out and having fun flying this week? Because I haven't managed it because I'm I'm being weather wimpy. Yeah. Weather and you must go out because you're two minutes away from your dog poo bin. Uh, I haven't been out. I've been flying indoors. I'm back. Hey, Sorry. Hey, it's Greg. Back. We thought your water power had run out, so the internet went down. <laughs> yeah, the stream yeah. stopped for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the internet. What's that? What was that sticker? Was that a sticker? That's you got some of the boys in the chat. Let's have a look. Shows yeah. again. I missed it. I just caught a glimpse of it. <laughs> just What's a little that? crew that I fly with. Ah, oh, cool. Oh, nice. That's a little shout out. <laughs> Bless. So, Greg, are you still uh, going to do um, analog uh, anten- antenna design and keep selling them and stuff? I mean, oh, no, yeah. no. Uh, analog's dead, mate. Digital's the way forward. <laughs> um, but seriously, um, digital is coming forward and. Uh, a lot of guys are moving over to digital. Mm. Um, it is, um, if, if you want to come into the hobby and you want to come in at entry level and you're on a budget, you're not going to be buying a DJI set of goggles. So guys coming into the hobby are still going to come in on analog. So, you know, Menace has always been about um, affordable products 
um, for the hobbyists. So I think we're, we're still um, good at supporting new people into the hobby, existing people in the hobby who've not moved over to digital. Plus, I think um, some people have tried the digital system and didn't like it, and they've gone back to analog. So I think, you know, both of them are here to stay um, side by side for, for the near future. Yeah. Um, what the long-term future holds, um, it's hard to say. Indeed. And I, I keep keep looking at the uh, digital stuff and thinking, shall I? Shall I or shall I not? So I don't know what to do. Do you know what I I think uh, I, I hope happens when it, when it comes to this? Um, as somebody who has had a, a lot of the DJI camera drones and then they bring out the next one, and uh, the one that I currently own, own uh, halves in price when it comes to selling. I think when they bring out, hopefully if they bring out a second version, then the first version is good enough that the price, secondhand price of those will come down to an affordable price, just like how the HDOs are, have now uh, dropped in price now the hdo2s have come out so I, th I think i think i would see it going off in that direction i think but for uh the foreseeable future i, I think as well there'll always be a place for analog uh regardless you know yeah i agree i mean i don't want to change and you can't afford to buy the new dji goggles yeah i don't even want to look in them <laughs> i've looked in them and they, they look if i look in them they're too nice. Yeah, <laughs> it, it looks too good. Tony looked through them and he felt sick. Was I did actually it? feel sick because it was that? so the screen was so big. I think it was just because you were because you were like, this is just so good. <laughs> no, the screen in the goggles is massive. Plus, um, it was flicking a bit. Yeah, the no, lights, and really? I get I get sick if I go into a hospital just because the lights flickering yeah. and stuff. Those lights flickering did make a difference for sure. Yeah, mm. I'd like to see it outside. We're, well, I'm sure we're all going to meet soon, and I'll have a go, Andy. Anyway, yeah, I got. I mean, they're they're down to tiny whoop size now with the, yeah. the new, with the new um, Cadex Vista. Yeah, I saw your video this morning. Where oh I man, a, I couldn't cut coffee. I I was ready to rubbish it, and uh, I I think. Uh, it in some areas is better than the first one um yeah so uh, it's, it's going in that direction but uh, i i like to ba balance between the two because obviously there um you know there are people that will always stick to analog there'll be people that want to try the new stuff and there are people uh, and for me i'm like if it if it's fpv i'm game you know i wanted the, the bike for us but uh uh, was advised against it for now, <laughs> should I say? Until, yeah. Until the sort of like a final version, but yeah, I'm well, I'm well up for trying that because uh, there we go. We got Jack's here in spirit. <laughs> He's just in the chat chat as well. He hasn't answered my question yet. Oh, oh, have we got a new new? Oh, that's the one. It's got to be on it. Nobody's going to beat that. Wow. Ooh, yeah, that is close. That is so where, close. where I'm trying to look. Right, but it uh, it's it's as it's as close oh, as yeah, the other yeah. one. It just depends which direction you go from, I suppose. <laughs> well that's all <laughs> oh down to Greg. Got it, got it. Yeah. It's, it's okay. looking like two two packs at the moment that we're gonna have to send out. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. So just say here's here's the spirit of NJ. I built up his uh, his frame this week. I've yet to set it up, and uh, oh, so we need to I? get that frame as well. Like, yeah, I wouldn't mind one yeah, nice then. Need to support NJ. I need to sort that uh, sort it out. Do the setup for it. Yeah, is that the, the um, and proof. Is that the guitar? Is it guitar That's pick? The guitar pick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really neat that. It does. Yeah. Yeah, NJ's cool cool in Madrid tonight. Working, so oh, poor thing. Oh, yeah, NJ working. Yeah, <laughs> what was he doing? Standing on stage, strumming some strings, strumming a guitar, oh. getting screamed at. Yeah, oh, man. That's, that's a hard it. old life. That's poor thing. Dog. My dog's just nicked one of my socks. Oh. 
I should apologise to Bloods, who's saying it's my frame as well. It's called the guitar. Pick. I did, yeah, I did say. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it's a Halo well. RC product, jointly uh, developed by Bloods, and yeah. these are Bloods holes. These are NJ's holes. There's two holes, depending what size <laughs> prop you like. Yeah, you gotta love Chris and NJ, top guys. Yeah, they're both both good lads. No one, no one bad in this hobby, is there? Any? No, oh, I've never met anyone horrible. <laughs> Not well, too I know, some dodgy videos floating around on YouTube I could comment on but we're not oh. allowed to <laughs> no next week next week you can comment on them been writing paragraphs of comments in response but okay okay I tend not to uh, meet people in real life um, who are negative <laughs> towards you in the hobby but online it's like road rage isn't it you know on a completely completely separate note because uh, I believe tonight is the last night where you can uh, pay your £9 through either uh, BMFA or FPV UK rather than doing it through uh, directly through the CAA. Um, although we're still exempt until the whatever it is of February because it's going to take some time for that information to go from the associations to the CAA and then for them to add that into their database from the Excel spreadsheet uh, and then... Uh, generate the numbers and then send them back to people so that you can actually have numbers that you put on on your on your craft before you fly so there's there's still a bit of leeway uh, but if you wanted to pay your nine pounds through an association rather than directly to the CAA then you better get on it pretty quick uh, I just haven't actually done that because I'm not gonna fly over 250 grams outside until the weather improves significantly and i'm not oh, gonna god i need some of that so, so quick quick straw poll who here has done that so far i think tony you have haven't you yep yeah i got my yeah, number on my squads. i got a really i got a really funny email off the bmfa <laughs> it, said, <laughs> it, it said um it said um we're, we're currently like working on getting your opera because if, if you're through the bmfa uh you Still hadn't got your operator ID. Well, well, I haven't because they sent me an email and they said uh, we think your date of birth is wrong um, and we need it correct before. Well, I we got can. that as well. <laughs> and uh, I went on the portal and it said my birth date was nineteen oh one. Yeah, which is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like, uh, yeah, no. So yeah, I had to change that. Yeah, one was the same. Indeed. But apparently I'm a trait trait traitor, am I Wayne? Come on, Wayne. No, we won't go there. Fine. You're complicit and an accessory to fraud. What? <laughs> With that, apparently. I haven't watched the video, so um that watch was, it and yeah. we can talk about it next week. Okay. Mikey, are you gonna be, um are you and Greg gonna do any more frame partnerships or do any like because you, you said to me that you can put longer arms on here and uh, turn it into yeah, you, a six-inch. You inch. can put the physics um, seven-inch arms on there and fly it as a six-inch quad. I'm 100% sure they fit. Greg? Are we in disagreement on that, Greg? I can't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought it was changed because of the... I did um, change the whole positions. The, the whole positions the changed... Design. Because they're all in line, whereas before we had them slightly, um, slightly um, askew for the inner ones. But uh, we we can double check if that's the case. We'll put it up on the website. But um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure at the moment the the dreadnought comes as is, and it, it doesn't um, interchange with the physics. But to answer your question. As we go forward, if guys think, right, yeah, I want to do a 7-inch, 8-inch, 9-inch, whatever, we can look at um, doing, doing arms for those because that's that's effectively what we've done with the physics. Um, yeah. we, we put it out there as a 5-inch, and then guys wanted a 6-inch, a 7-inch. They wanted a stretch X and things like that. So we were just um, listening to the customers and listening to the guys in the hobby and uh, adjusting the frame accordingly to what – people wanted to do with it what about going for a sub 250 freestyle frame for andy who hasn't 
done any of the registration. Have you, is, is that, that coming to your uh, uh, mind about doing something like that? Uh, sub 250. Do you know, um, he, ages ago, and I mean, yeah, probably two or three years ago, we, we were building these little three-inch drones that were all, already sub 250. So I've got designs for those. So we, yeah, we may, may revisit it. There you go. I could help there. I've got one which I done about two years ago, which is sub two fifty. Five inch as well. Five inch, interesting. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, it's very, very light. With its fuel tank. Yes, with fuel. I think it's 190 grams. Wow, impressive. Yeah, so the physics arms fit. You just done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, that answers the question. <laughs> Seven inch physics arms go on and make a six inch physics. Mm. Six inch dreadnought. There you go. That's pretty cool. That is really good. Right, we're coming near to the end of the show. We've got four minutes left. Has anybody got the exact I've got, weight? I've got someone who's really close to the weight. Like what about you, Greg? I've got I've got two. I've got two names. One's point one over, and one's point one below. So <laughs> everybody's now is just going to post what we just said. Right okay. then. So the question is: Are you busted? Yeah, um, you sorry, over? you can't put any more in the chat. No. <laughs> you only get should one we, go, right? Okay. Price is right rules. Should we pick? You pick, Greg. You're the boss of Menace. You're, you're the one giving nice enough to give something away. So go on, go on, Mikey. Who have you got there? I got Dean Chapman, 190.8. Okay. Cool. And I had Criminal FPV at 120 grams. That's the other one I had. Yeah, because the weight was 119.9. I tell you what we do. We we'll give, we'll give out two packs. Um, if both those guys get in touch, get the addresses. We'll send them a pack each. How's that sound? Yeah, I know both these guys anyway. Oh really? Flying, haven't they? Or are you I'm chatting like, about it, Mikey? You've been out flying and gone. Yeah, this is that, and they've they've took <laughs> your. Uh... <laughs> no, I've never told them. That's fine. They've cool. not to be fair, Mike is in the chat every week. He knows everybody. So that whoever would have known it, he would have known. So yeah. Yeah. I think I think Richard Warwick might might be cheating a bit there by posting that now. Oh, he's got some lag, has he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he an hour ago, it's just come through now. Oh dear. So can the winners uh, contact us at where can they contact us, Frank? They can contact me if they want. Or Mikey, if you want to put your email out on the interwebs, go I for can, it. I can get out of both of those guys if you want and sort it out. So yeah, it's no problem. Cool. Okay, well, contact Mikey if you know Mikey. Well done for playing, everyone. Brian's now trying it as well. Brian's <laughs> <laughs> just got it as well. <laughs> we have to send a cool. line. <laughs> Excellent. Days. Well, thank you very yeah. much for coming on, Greg. Thanks, Mikey, for for, well, thanks uh, for having me. It's been real good fun. Yeah, thank you very much you for having us on the show. Yeah, you've um, been stressing a bit, Mikey, but you've done well. Yeah, it's not my bag, but I have actually enjoyed it. To be fair, yeah, so, this yeah. Is, uh, it gets addictive as well. So be careful because that's <laughs> if I'm ever if I'm ever ill, can you stand in for me, please? Yeah, I would do this again, no problem. Yeah, no yeah, problem. bless you. So. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys, for joining us this week. And thank you, everyone in the chat. Thank you to all our Patreons as well. This week, we have had joining us Tony. We have had Mikey. We have had uh, Greg. We have had Andy. No. We have had Curry. And we have been <laughs> joined by me, Frank. That one's easy for me. <laughs> That was fun. Good night. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thank you. Telemetry lost.